Question 191. What do we pray for in the second petition? Answer. In the second petition, which is Thy kingdom come, acknowledging ourselves and all mankind to be by nature under the dominion of sin and Satan, we pray that the kingdom of sin and Satan may be destroyed, the gospel propagated throughout the world, the Jews called, the fullness of the Gentiles brought in, the church furnished with all gospel officers and ordinances, purged from corruption, countenanced and maintained by the civil magistrate, that the ordinances of Christ may be purely dispensed and made effectual to the converting of those that are yet in their sins, and the confirming, comforting, and building up of those that are already converted, that Christ would rule in our hearts here and hasten the time of his second coming, and are reigning with him forever, and that he would be pleased so to exercise the kingdom of his power in all the world as may best conduce to these ends. Question 192. What do we pray for in the third petition? Answer. In the third petition, which is thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, acknowledging that by nature we and all men are not only utterly unable and unwilling to know and to do the will of God, but prone to rebel against his word, to repine and murmur against his providence, and wholly inclined to do the will of the flesh, and of the devil, we pray that God would by his Spirit take away from ourselves and others all blindness, weakness, indisposedness, and perverseness of heart, and by his grace make us able and willing to know, do, and submit to his will in all things, with the like humility, cheerfulness, faithfulness, diligence, zeal, sincerity, and constancy, as the angels do in heaven. Question 193. What do we pray for in the fourth petition? Answer. In the fourth petition, which is, Give us this day our daily bread, acknowledging that in Adam, and by our own sin, we have forfeited our right to all the outward blessings of this life, and deserve to be wholly deprived of them by God, and to have them cursed to us in the use of them, and that neither they of themselves are able to sustain us, nor we to merit, or by our own industry to procure them, but prone to desire, get and use them unlawfully. We pray for ourselves and others, that both they and we, waiting upon the providence of God from day to day in the use of lawful means, may, of his free gift, and as to his fatherly wisdom shall seem best, enjoy a competent portion of them, and have the same continued and blessed unto us in our holy and comfortable use of them, and contentment in them, and be kept from all things that are contrary to our temporal support and comfort. Question 194. What do we pray for in the fifth petition? Answer. In the fifth petition, which is, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, acknowledging that we and all others are guilty both of original and actual sin, and thereby become debtors to the justice of God, and that neither we nor any other creature can make the least satisfaction for that debt, we pray for ourselves and others, that God of his free grace would, through the obedience and satisfaction of Christ, apprehended and applied by faith, acquit us both from the guilt and punishment of sin, accept us in his beloved, continue his favor and grace to us, pardon our daily failings, and fill us with peace and joy, in giving us daily more and more assurance of forgiveness, which we are the rather emboldened to ask, 
and encouraged to expect when we have this testimony in ourselves that we from the heart forgive others their offenses. Question 195. What do we pray for in the sixth petition? Answer. In the sixth petition, which is, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, acknowledging that the most wise, righteous, and gracious God, for diverse, holy, and just ends, may so order things that we may be assaulted, foiled, and for a time led captive by temptations, that Satan, the world, and the flesh are ready powerfully to draw us aside and ensnare us, and that we, even after the pardon of our sins, by reason of our corruption, weakness, and want of watchfulness, are not only subject to be tempted and forward to expose ourselves unto temptations, but also of ourselves unable and unwilling to resist them, to recover out of them, and to improve them, and worthy to be left under the power of them, we pray that God would so overrule the world and all in it, subdue the flesh and restrain Satan, order all things, bestow and bless all means of grace, and quicken us to watchfulness in the use of them, that we and all his people may by his providence be kept from being tempted to sin, or, if tempted, that by his Spirit we may be powerfully supported and enabled to stand in the hour of temptation, or when fallen, raised again and recovered out of it, and have a sanctified use and improvement thereof, that our sanctification and salvation may be perfected, Satan trodden under our feet, and we fully freed from sin, temptation, and all evil forever. Question 196. What doth the conclusion of the Lord's Prayer teach us? Answer. The conclusion of the Lord's Prayer, which is, For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Teacheth us to enforce our petitions with arguments, which are to be taken, not from any worthiness in ourselves or in any other creature, but from God, and with our prayers to join praises, ascribing to God alone eternal sovereignty, omnipotency, and glorious excellency, in regard whereof, as he is able and willing to help us, so we by faith are emboldened to plead with him that he would, and quietly to rely upon him, that he will fulfill our requests, And, to testify this our desire and assurance, we say, Amen.